0: Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Mexico's incoming government is denying a report that it plans to allow asylum seekers to wait in the country while their claims move through U.S. immigration court. Here's correspondent Ben Thomas. It's one of several options the Trump administration has been trying to negotiate with Mexico. The deal is seen as a way to dissuade Central American migrants from seeking asylum in the U.S., a process that can take years. However, hours after the Washington Post reported that the Trump administration had secured the support of Mexican President-elect Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador's team, the woman tapped to be Interior Minister Olga Sanchez issued a statement saying there is no agreement of any sort between the incoming Mexican government and the U.S. government. Ben Thomas, Washington. This year's White House Christmas tree comes from North Carolina. More details at srnnews.com.
1: Dennis Prager explains why the left protests. I'll tell you what they're protesting. They are protesting the lack of cause and meaning in their life. They don't know this, but I do. Left-wing protests in America are overwhelmingly... A result of an emptiness in the soul. The Dennis Prager Show.
0: Weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, the Patriot. Intelligent Radio.
2: Take clear see, honey, it's all the same. AM
3: 1280, the Patriot. Cracks
2: in the broken chairs, no. The wind way.
3: beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red, the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, ShotInTheDark.info. Every weekday for the last oh, almost 17 years. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. You can also, course, catch us on uh, podcast every uh, right after the show, uh, all of our shows, about, takes about five, ten minutes to get them uploaded, and then you're good to go. Go to am 1280 com slash podcasts. Listen to the Northern Alliance uh, any time you feel like it via the miracle of... Whatever device you use—your computer, your phone, your your laptop, your—I don't know, your car. For all I know, for all probably know, you can get us at gas pumps these days. Uh, we're, we're we're pretty much everywhere now, thanks to the miracle of the internet. You don't need a radio now. Although we love it when you're on the radio: AM twelve eighty, FM one hundred seven point five in the West Metro area. Yeah. Anyway, as I alluded in the first uh, segments of the show here, this. Uh, year is go time for gun owners in uh, especially for law abiding second amendment supporting human rights supporting gun owners in the state of minnesota this is uh it's in some ways potentially worse than 2013 because while the democrats controlled all the levers of power in minnesota the governor's office both chambers of the legislature and the supreme court uh, and currently they only have three of the four uh, all of almost all of the pro-gun Democrats had been replaced by pro-gun Republicans who were then replaced by anti-gun Metrocrats. So, long story short, this is the year. If you've been sitting on your hands thinking other people are going to stand up for your Second Amendment rights, here's a bucket of water bright and early in the morning here, ladies and gentlemen. You are the people that you're going to have to depend on to defend your human right, to defend yourself, your family your community, your freedom, and with us to talk about ways you can get involved uh, this uh, this spring, or as I'm going to be calling it from now on, Go Time for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Uh, Lisa Senna joins us. Lisa, welcome to the Northern Alliance.
4: Hey there, Mitch. How are you
3: doing? You know, the worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. That's just what I keep. (laughs) It's, it's anything, any, any day on the air is, is, I I could be going to the vet to put a dog down and and as long as on the air, it'd be okay. Anyway, I exaggerate. (laughs) Uh, hope you're doing well today, Lisa. You are, of course, uh, the, I believe the volunteer director for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. I believe, I, I believe I have that right.
4: Yeah, so I wear a couple hats. I do a little bit of volunteer work, but then um, more so just event planning and coordinating. That's right, and working on some outreach stuff as well.
3: So we'll talk about events and outreach in a bit here. But uh, one of the things that uh, the, gu- the the gun movement in general needs to do is to get more people involved. And and uh, honestly, I've, I've as we note as we've noted in other. Uh, constituencies on other issues over the years. Sometimes it's more fun to be involved when there's more fun in being involved. We actually get to meet people, be social. Uh, The gun movement in Minnesota... What's that? Yeah, it's true too. Yeah, have fun. have got
4: to be kidding. Yes,
3: exactly, exactly. And the, the movement in the in the past has been really good at mobilizing people for the for the battles, right? Getting hundreds of people to show up at, at committee meetings and and uh, and to melt down switchboards and that kind of th- kind of thing. But when all you get called upon to do is to respond to crises, that kind of wears you down after a while. And and, and the idea of actually meeting people on a social level and actually have, as you put it, fun, is pretty. Pretty enticing, Mm -hmm. frankly, Lisa. The the caucus has some of these events coming up here. Let's talk about uh, the Second Saturday events here.
4: Yeah, so the Second Saturdays, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Um, These were something that a Second Amendment supporter uh, started, not affiliated with us uh, currently, but this person put these events together, and it was just a really great time for people who were Second Amendment supporters uh, to just get together and chat and discuss network. Um, there was really no agenda to it. And, um, that kind of, I think it stopped happening a while back. And, uh, we had a lot of people messaging, uh, the caucus saying, you know, are you going to do something like this? We'd love to network. We'd love to get together. Um, so you asked, uh, we responded. So now we are doing our, you know, caucus hosted, uh, second Saturday event. Uh, we're doing them throughout the twin cities, trying to be really Uh, fair about going north, south, east, and west so we can get to everybody. Um, We've had a couple in St. Paul, uh, one down in Egan, uh, one up north by Anoka, and we are always looking for more locations. So if you know of any... restaurants that would be, you know, open to having gun owners come in. I'd um, love to hear it, so let me know. I'll get my contact
3: info later. Yeah, in fact, we'll, yeah, po- just- we'll get the contact information out there a little later on in the segment here. I want to have some time to uh, to, to get it up at shotinthedark.info. I'll post it there as well. So this, this is something I have some experience with because back in the glory days of blogging, I mean, one of the things about being a conservative, doesn't matter what your issue is, in most issues involving any conservative issue, whether it 's life or or the economy or taxes or, or spending or or the second amendment the, uh, the it tends to be a a cerebral thing and a very much a lonely thing I mean, it 's something you, you rarely see people involved even in the age of social media. This tends to be something that people do on their own and with some vague awareness that there 's other people out there kind of pulling in the same general direction. But you can go an entire career uh, sometimes in, in the gun rights movement and, and rarely, if ever, see other people. And, and I noticed this when, I, when we were early in the days of blogging, probably about 2004 through 2010. Uh, and we thought you know, just the idea of making this sort of lone wolf activism into a social activity was huge. And for a long time there, for about six, seven years, we had a couple parties a year just to get people across the spectrum together to just get together and, and do everything but talk about politics in some cases. <laughs> now, I've been to some of these Second Saturdays, and yeah, if you want to talk a little policy or if you want to talk a little hardware, there's people who will take you up on it. But you can also talk about your cat videos and the Vikings or whatever else grabs you. I mean, it's pretty, they're, they're pretty low-key events, and that's a good
5: thing.
4: Yeah, I, I'd say that's generally what we're hearing. I mean, there's a there's little bit of you know gun talk, of course, a little bit of legislative talk, but for the most part, people are wondering how their kids are doing and what's yeah. going on in their life and just reconnecting. So it's building those relationships and having a venue to do that.
3: It's been great for that. I have gone to a couple of these Second Saturday events. I'm looking for them to come back to the East Metro one of these days, and they will. And so I'm, uh, I'm, or the South Metro, for that matter. Uh, we'll get to there. Oh, I know, I know. You had one, uh, not actually right by the station, not long ago. I couldn't make it for a variety of reasons, but I uh, will be at the next one. And uh, these are, uh, and, and these are, and these are, these are great events, just for kind of hanging out, meeting people. And I, I'm on my, I've met some interesting people that I'm glad to have in my life. I wouldn't have had otherwise. Forget about the gun issue; just people who have become good friends of mine that uh, that I've met via these events. This is, you know, the idea that you can actually build a social relationship with people. And fight for your human rights all at the mm-hmm. same time is is should should be something that grabs everyone out there. Uh, oh absolutely yeah they're, they're
4: really great because there's no agenda to this. there's no speeches there's no um training it's just literally just show up and, and just chat and have fun
3: no name tags that's like anything where i don't have to fill out a name tag has got me right <laughs> off the bat
4: <laughs> the name tags that i i loathe because they're always sticky and they get into my hair and then they end up on the wall of the bathroom stall when i'm turning around and Yes.
3: Unfortunate. yes. <laughs> Took the words right <laughs> out of my mouth. So let's let's talk Wait, uh, let's no talk no, specific. That's yeah, right. Uh, let's talk specifics. Here. How can people find out more about uh, the second Saturdays that are on the schedule, and perhaps uh, find restaurants uh, and other facilities, uh, venues, I should say, that uh, that, that are coming up.
4: Uh, so we have everything on our Facebook page. Uh, we do send out emails to those who are on our email list. You can certainly do that. Uh, If you'd like to get on the list, it's the MN Gun Owners. Sorry, it's gunowners.mn. And then our Facebook page is the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. So we have the events out there. You can RSVP. You can see who's going. uh, The locations are listed and everything you
3: need. So, yeah, we'll post that at shotinthedark.info, especially the links to the second Saturdays here. Now, if you run a restaurant or other venue that would be interested in helping to host a uh, second Saturday. And, and and by the way, I should point out that uh, these venues that we go to are ones that uh, are at least amenable to the idea of law-abiding citizens with firearms being on the premises. These are not the places large. I think it's fair to say, stop me from wrong here, Lisa, we're not talking places that post themselves no firearms at the very least. Am I correct?
4: That is correct. Yes, we would probably not want to host the a- the are going on our those. That's right. <laughs> um, you know, when we make the arrangements uh, the for the restaurant, we obviously disclose who we are. Um, and everyone's been really welcoming and sure, come on in. I mean, they don't seem to treat us any different than they would, uh, you know, a trafficking club or a knitting group. <laughs> so it's, it's been great.
3: Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, there are always great places to go, and there are places where – and some places you wouldn't have expected – I'm not going to name names right now, but some of the places we've had Second Saturday in recent months – are places that I would honestly not have been expected to be law-abiding, American-friendly, necessarily. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised by a few <laughs> of the venues we were at. I so, said, well, you, you, people, you, you people don't oppress me because I'm a law-abiding citizen? Uh, shut my mouth.
4: <laughs> yeah, and and for me, really, just seeing a lot of them in the Twin Cities. I mean, yes. we, I think it's, we would all expect that maybe in a little more rural areas we might get more of a warm welcome, but uh, the cities uh, generally have been just amazing in their um, it's great it's a surprise but we like
3: it one place we've been that's been in the news lately is the uh, the tin cup in st paul up on rice street which has uh had its run-ins with gun with with violence <clears throat> some of it much of it committed with firearms yeah. on rice street which of course is a place with all kinds of endemic violence thank you dfl but uh the, <laughs> and, and this is a place that that sort of spurned the local uh, political the 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 suffocating political correctness of saint paul by basically saying its staff was going to get trained in in self-defense and start going to work strapped just to keep this sort of stuff to deter this sort of stuff from happening on premises and uh are we gonna be meeting at the tin cup again sometime soon here lisa i can't remember
4: yeah i'm so glad you mentioned that. So. Uh, we are having our next second Saturday. So this is December eighth, uh, from 10 a.m. to noon at Tin Cup Bar.
3: Oh, excellent! I I, I guess yeah. I remember reading that. So excellent, December eighth. I might have to make it over there. It's on the way to the show, more or less. As long as I go way out of my way, <laughs> this is you know, this is good. Yeah. It's, not, it's not far from where I live, and I, I'm glad to hear us uh, patronizing the place again here. Uh, so
4: yeah, just for anyone's reference too, if you you know put it into your GPS, it's going to say they don't open till 11 a.m. That is true, but they are opening up early for us because we're bringing, in, you know, pretty sized groups. So, oh, excellent! Yeah, you know, don't be disturbed when you see that.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, and I'll I'll post that at uh, the dark info as well here, sometime before December eighth. At any rate, here, so this is good, Lisa. We have a few other events we need to talk about. We we're up against a break. Do you have a few more minutes to hang out with us and talk about some of our other events coming up this spring?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I can
3: hang on. Excellent. We're talking with Lisa Sinnott from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. If you have questions or comments about the events, by the way, and uh, interested in getting involved socially as well as on a more activistic level, because they go together like horse and carriage, give us a call. 651-289-4488. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
6: On a honey America.org. Pro-life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible.:
1: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Across America, the
0: billboard people. Have you ever applied for a home loan online, but actually ended up getting telemarketed to death by strange lenders from all over the country? Have you ever called the bank in hope of a good deal? But ended up being treated like a number? That's not how we operate. Hi, my name is Joe Metzler. I'm a senior loan officer with award-winning, locally-based Mortgages Unlimited. Here, I will do a full and proper review of your situation, then provide you with a smooth and stress-free process, and of course, get you an amazing interest rate that you can brag about. And don't worry, we will never sell your personal
7: information to anyone. Reach out to me today to be treated like a person, not a number, at
0: 651-552-3681 or online at imortgagejoe.com, imortgagejoe.com. That's imortgagejoe.com.
3: Apply today. Have an answer tomorrow.
0: Mortgages Unlimited is an equal housing lender, not an offer to enter into an interest rate lock agreement. NMLS number 274132.
3: AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 the number to call. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. We're talking with Lisa Sinner from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Uh, One more segment here about events that are coming up. Hey, hi, great to have you back. Uh, we, of course, we talked about the first, uh, second Saturday events, which are uh, next one's coming up at the Tin Cup in St. Paul on Rice Street. Uh, mm-hmm. This uh, this uh, what, two weeks from uh, a week from a week from next Saturday, I believe that's what we're talking about here. I, if I remember my calendar correctly, it's sneaking up on me fast here.
4: You're right. Yes,
3: uh, Absolutely. Now, getting people together socially, getting together to talk about. Uh, Every guns and everything else in the world and Second Amendment rights and so forth is all good. It's all there to to make being an activist fun, interesting, stimulating, sustainable, uh, emotionally speaking. But the goal is, of course, to start to wield some political power in what is going to be a very – uh, it's it's going to be one of those sessions that we hopefully look back on one on one of these days and say this this was our finest hour in the full Churchillian ch- <laughs> sense of the term. Absolutely. We've yeah. we've <laughs> we've got we've got some events where law abiding real Americans who defend the second amendment need to stand up and not only be counted but be heard loud and clear. Uh, events that we're going to be talking about at some level at the second Saturdays but some other events that are coming up here as well. Uh, Lisa, what if you're looking to get involved? in Second Amendment issues, especially in looking to push back what is going to be a flood of gun control bills from the uh, Democrat-controlled legislature, uh, at least the Democrat-controlled House this Uh, Mm -hmm. go-around. What's coming up uh, from the caucus this year?
4: Well, it's a really good time to get involved uh, for all the reasons you said. And then um, to kind of coincide with that, we've planned our annual meeting and legislative preview. That's going to be on Saturday, January 5th. Right. Um, that's from 8:30 uh, about about 8:30 9:00 a.m. Um, till about 3 p.m. and it's going to be a packed full day. And this will be a great opportunity for people who are are experienced in this area, but also new folks um, who are just looking to uh, get involved and we don't know what they're supposed to do or what they can do. Uh, this will be a great opportunity for that. We're going to kind of recap what happened last year, maybe talk about what we're expecting to see come down the next session. Uh, We're going to have some informative presentations. There's going to be some uh, Q&A. We'll have some legislators attending that as well. So we're going to kind of walk through, you know, how do you go about talking to your legislator? Perhaps you're in a not so friendly uh, district uh, as far as gun rights go.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I've been to these meetings before, at least, and they're very informative. And, And when you hear the word. Meeting that starts at 830 on a Saturday and informative together. Sometimes it makes you, you, you hear those, that combination of phrases and think, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd rather actually go get a colonoscopy, but. But we'll have coffee. We'll have coffee for sure.
4: Coffee and lunch.
3: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And most importantly, it's it's these meetings go by really fast because you get a lot of great information. You you learn things that mm-hmm. you didn't know. You learn things that make you think, "Whoa, I'm going to have to get involved here. I'm going to have to stay involved here. I'm going to have to make this a sustaining commitment uh, to to this issue here, or we will lose it." Uh, and by the way, there's there's a lot of things. That if you where if you think. You are involved in the issue right now. You will find opportunities for involvement that will uh, that will ratchet up your involvement and your impact on this issue in ways you never believed possible. I think that's that's the big takeaway. From- oh, that is the truth. <laughs> Absolutely, I've been I've been to one of these before. I will I I, I think I'll show up at this next one, Lisa. I, what do you think? <laughs>
4: Well, I I really appreciate
3: that, Mitch. It's fun having you around. <laughs> I'll I'll be I'll be there. I'll definitely be there, and I and I hope all of you in the audience will be there for that that there for that as well. It sounds like it's a lot of inside baseball. To some extent, it is. But the nice thing about it is, it's in a format in a in a in a layout where you can become an expert on the inside baseball, and you can be the person that the people in your community turn to for the real answers on this issue. Not only the answers. But how to make a difference about it? Because you and I have both run into this, Lisa, uh, people who turn up sometime in April during the session say, wow, this is looking serious. How do I get involved? Well, you out there, if if you're listening to us right now within the sound of our voices, you need to be the person who can say, "Okay, here's what you need to do. And you need to do it now. Uh, The the caucus can't do it all themselves, Lisa. (laughs)
4: Right. And I, I think a lot of people maybe who have not been involved in something before, they, they kind of wonder and they fear, you know, what what do I know? You know, I've never done this before. I, what could I offer? Well, this is a great chance for you to come and can even talk about all the different roles that people can play and what they can do, um, you know, either going down to the Capitol for events or maybe some behind-the-scenes thing, um, you know, not working within their communities, like you mentioned. Um, so it's kind of like Waiting for that aha moment where you say, oh, I could do that. You know, that that sounds like something up my alley. So that'd yeah. be great. Uh,
3: These are great at breaking things down and saying, oh, this is something I can actually get my arms around and actually take on in my life, along with everything else I have to do. Because, And, and that's important you know. because our movement needs that. I mean, we're not a movement. We don't have paid Uh, We don't have paid operatives doing the organizing for us in this state. We're all volunteers. We're all doing this on top of everything else in our lives. And and many hands, I won't say they make light work, many hands help make heavy work a little faster and easier. I think that's that's where we're at at this point. Absolutely. 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 So you talked about going down to the capital. Of course, that's another big one. we have a couple of uh larger scale events that we're going to be trying to get people down to the capital for this uh, this this spring. Lee. So what what's uh, else is on the agenda?
4: Yeah, so right after, well not right after, but um to so the Annual meeting is going to be on January 5th. That's a Saturday. Right. And then the next event that we have is the Gun Owners Lobby Day at the Capitol. That is on Thursday, January 24th. So, folks, save your PTO, take that day, come on down. Uh, We're going to be in the vault on the lower level of the Capitol Basement. uh, as kind of our staging area. But then we're going to be, you know, helping people get connected with their legislators, trying to, you know, encourage them to go talk about uh, the bills that we're going to see coming through. We're anticipating there might be some fun ones. Um, so that day is going to be packed. That's also from about 9 a.m. to 3.30.
3: So if you know, what, what, what sort of uh, things can people expect to be asked to do at Gun Owners Lobby Day? I mean, this is a day where basically anyone can be a lobbyist. And, and go out there and, yes, and interact absolutely. with le- interact with legislators. What is sort of activities people are going to be expected to be dragooned into here at the at the lobby day? Dragged into
5: yourself,
4: dragooned
3: dragooned. Um, it's an old. It's, it's a term oh, that needs yeah. to be more. It's a term we need to hear more in in, in common discourse today. <laughs> <laughs> asked to
4: do? Like, but, I'd like them to show up on their own accord, but that's uh, right. So what they're going to be doing is. Uh, come down in the morning and then we're going to have uh, a couple of speakers we're going to have uh, some information about those bills some talking points uh, we're going to give them directions so like here's how you get to your legislator's office uh, if folks need help you know with making an appointment someone someone maybe has never done that before is going to go oh i don't really know how to do that or i don't want to I, we're happy to help with that too so you can certainly contact us and you... um, but what we want to do is make sure that the legislators are aware of the bills and how we feel about them, why we feel that way. And we'll have all that information for people there. So you'll get a crash course, um, you know, on those topics. You can run off and go talk to those legislators, come back. And then we're also going to have a nice little postcard for folks to drop off at uh, the new governor Walz's office.
3: Excellent. So now in terms of people showing up, obviously, if you, if you live in a swing district, especially one of the districts that just got taken over by an anti gun DFL that was formerly held in the metro mm-hmm. by a pro gun republican it 's absolutely important that these people hear from you that you are not amused and that you are paying attention if you 're in a swing in one of those swing districts, one of the, especially districts we hope to win back in two years here. Your participation mm-hmm. is head, shoulders, and ankles uh, beyond important to to get in there. Now, if you are in a v- district with a good, solid pro Second Amendment legislator, it's absolutely important we get you in there as well, Lisa. I mean, the, the people who who are in solid pro Second Amendment districts so with with good legislators, we need them too. I mean, can you explain that here?
6: Oh,
4: absolutely. In our strong Second Amendment supporting uh, legislators, they need to know that we. Number one, still stand behind them. We appreciate them and they're they're really out there and they're gonna be taking a lot of heat probably this year more than ever. Yeah. Um so just being there. And it's also really this is an opportunity to educate. Um and this goes for, you know, both sets of legislators. So anyone who's been in and also the new incoming freshmen, um, but you know, with the existing legislators, these bills may have things that can just appear to be nice and friendly, but they're really not. So we yeah. need to help them understand what it is that, you know, really Is an infringement to us or a concern for us. Absolutely. The same thing with the new legislators, you know, they probably have no idea. And if they are, you know, of the radical kind of progressive DFL mindset, they're going off of talking points that have been thrown out that are um, inherently incorrect or false. Um, They're just, they 're probably not that educated
3: on the issue i guess've they 've been log rolled by the antis by the by the bloomberg yeah. mil, millions of Bloomberg dollars, got about a minute remaining Lisa Senate now uh, from the Minnesota Governors caucus now, now for the rest of us, uh, those of us who yeah. like myself, live in a district quote represented end quote by Sandy Pappas and Rena Moran. What, sh- what, what 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 brings us down there? why should we be showing up i mean I mean Lena Moran will probably have capital security call if I walk under her hallway <laughs> what uh, what what can we do when we're down there? We got about thirty seconds
4: I think just really being a person, not being a gun owner, not being a label, but really making yourself an individual to those legislators it it goes a lot further than people think um you just really explain to them why you feel that something is right
3: or wrong. Absolutely. And I will do my best. I, I, be, I, I will bet, Serious money that neither Rena Moran nor Sandy Pappas allows me anywhere near them during the day, but I'll give it my best shot. I'll be there on uh, Gun Owners Lobby Day, January twenty fourth for Gun Owners Lobby Day annual meeting, January fifth. That uh, oh boy, and of course we got there. We gave short shrift to the rally to defend Second Amendment on February twenty third. Yes. Well, uh, we got the big
4: fun party is the, on the twenty third. This that's is the rally. This is
3: one of the events. that's the fun. Day. We'll have a separate entire segment on the rally here. That's February twenty third. Make your plans. I've already made my plans to be there. Lisa, see you at the annual meeting. We'll uh, look to see you at second Saturday as well.
4: Thank you, Mitch.
3: Thank you very much. Lisa Sennett from the Gun Owners Caucus. I've got the links to the events pages uh, at shotinthedark.info. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. But I
5: don't home. You can play your blues, something.
3: Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors, teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. The
0: world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely you're not checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com.
1: Do you hear that? That's the sound of conservatives winning the war on issues like gun rights, religious liberty, immigration law, and the sanctity of life. We use our phones every single day. So why not use them to make change? Patriot Mobile does just that. They exist to donate a portion of your monthly bill to 17 conservative organizations fighting for your beliefs. And for the entire month of November, you can buy one line and get another line free for 12 months. Look, I just got a second phone from my studio, a journalist-only phone from Patriot Mobile. It makes everything easier, and I know when I pay the bill, a portion of that money is going to the Heritage Foundation and 16 other great conservative causes. I believe in Patriot Mobile. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. You can keep your number, get the same super reliable nationwide service, and feel good about funding the right agendas with every call you make. With unlimited plans starting as low as $20 per month, why wait? Visit them online at patriotmobile.com forward slash you or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-272-8746. Patriot Mobile. Come join the family. This is Michael
6: Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The cost of many Medicare plans are decreasing this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans, plans that can eliminate your out-of-pocket costs, plans with $0 premiums, and even plans that pay you back. What is it people need to keep in mind? With so many new options, it can be confusing. You can get objective help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more. With lower co-pays, more choices like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Don't miss out on savings you deserve. Our health market's Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets.
0: Find out if you can get a Medicare plan that pays you back. Call 800-735-8803. That's 800-735-8803. 800-735-8803. AF 1280,
3: The Patriot. Making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, 651-289-4488, four, four, eight, eight. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, four, four, eight, eight. the number's so nice, I just said it twice, so it's very important you get involved uh, if you're a uh, supporter of the, of the uh, human right of self-defense, and I, I, I say this advisedly, this is not just rhetoric, it is rhetoric, but it's also the truth, the right to defend yourself your property, your family, your community, and your freedom is a right. And it's a right because, I mean, it's considered in our society, in our Constitution, a right because a citizen, the definition of the word citizen is someone who's capable of self-government, meaning someone who has in microcosm all of the powers, rights, and abilities that a government has, I say in microcosm. And one of those rights that a government has and powers and obligations, for that matter, and responsibilities that a government has is to defend itself and those uh, who are part of it, those for whom it's responsible, if, if you prefer, which I don't. People are responsible for their own defense, including via a government. Anyway, I'm getting into philosophy here, but. If you take away any of the rights that make a citizen a citizen, the right to self-govern, the right to interact as an equal with other citizens as a part of that self-government, and the ability to defend that self-government against those who would usurp it, then you're not a citizen anymore. You're a subject, which is a status that our country was founded to repudiate. For us citizens, a good chunk of our society, including <laughs> you know, someone might say an electoral majority in Minnesota, as of uh, earlier this month, doesn't get that. And that's what we have to fight against. That's what we have to inform our fellow citizens against. That's what we, ha- that's what we have to inform our fellow citizens that the other side is completely wrong about. Speaking of completely wrong, Lisa, uh, me, Aaron Murphy who was the Democrat Party's, the DFL's, endorsed candidate for governor uh, before being defeated uh, by Tim Waltz in the primaries, who went on to become our governor-elect, uh, has been a radical anti-gunner her entire time in office. And, of course, while she makes a lot of noise about having been a nurse and more primarily a representative of the Nurses Union uh, for a number of years, she's been an elected representative from uh, Highland Park, uh the, the mean streets of uh <laughs> the southeast part of Saint Paul for decades. She she represents the Brian Chablis, Subaru driving, Whole Foods shopping. Isn't Trevor Noah a genius uh believing uh mean streets of Highland Park, Merriam Park and that uh, that part of Saint Paul. The limo liberal Saint Thomas McAllister crowd. Anyway, you you get what I'm saying. Uh dog whistles, yes, but true. And she tweeted the other day something that made me think, wow, and to think that people think the gun grabbers are illogical bobbleheads, to think that people would say that. When, when they come out with tweets like this, and she was responding to a tweet by a fellow named Randy Bryce, I don't know who, no idea. Anyway, who wrote, romaine lettuce kills people across the country and is immediately moved from shelves everywhere. Wonder what would be different if the lettuce growers donated millions to political campaigns. Huh? This is the sort of stuff that gets liberals to toast each other going, "Ah, oh, brilliant. Oh, yeah. Burn. Well, Aaron Murphy did the equivalent of that with a tweet November 21st. <clears throat> Powerful lettuce lobby would spend millions to sway. It's not the lettuce that is dangerous but rather the dangerous people wrongly eating the safe lettuce. Right NRA. I mean she's been an extremist since day 1. She she would uh grab a squirt gun from a kid if she could. Uh no, wrong Aaron Murphy. <laughs> The tweet, once again, powerful lettuce lobby would spend millions to sway. It's not the lettuce that is dangerous, but rather the dangerous people wrongly eating the safe lettuce. And to which I I have to respond. To think people think liberals don't get logic or let's have some faith in their intelligence. (laughs) Let's just say that they don't want to put logic in front of the people most likely to vote for them which i think equally both are equally accurate you see that's not a logical analog uh gun quote gun violence violence committed by people with firearms as opposed to baseball bats lead pipes fists poison gas gasoline uh or garrots you know the gun violence is not a matter of a product that is doing something it's not supposed to do like Say, romaine lettuce is not that you buy in a store is not supposed to have toxic bacteria on it. That's a product defect. And a gun that works, that shoots, that sends a bullet out of its muzzle at 900 to 3,000 feet per second is doing exactly what it was designed to do. If you're a criminal who uses it in furtherance of a crime, you're doing, using it for something illegal. In other words, guns do kill people. Now, if you want to make the logical analogy, Aaron Murphy, and I know you don't because logic would shrivel you up like the Wicked Witch of the West at the end of Wizard of Oz, exposed to water, but let's try it. Let's step outside the box you've constructed for yourself in your little echo chamber down there in your limo liberal utopia of St. Paul, the Highland Park, Merriam Park. You know the area, the West End. The logical analogy would not be the lettuce that is is ca- causing the problems. The logical problem would be if someone in the furtherance of a crime took infected romaine lettuce and knowingly gave it to someone that they wanted to inflict harm upon. Right, Aaron Murphy? Right, Aaron Murphy? Aren't you clever? No, you're not. Or if you are, because obviously you, you're a registered nurse and you've held public office for some time. So I have to assume you're not a complete moron. So, the alternatives to this either you are not very bright, Aaron Murphy, or you're putting messages out there hoping and praying those who read them are overwhelmingly not bright and are willing to accept this as logic, as something worth basing your political decisions upon. It is not. A gun in the hands of a law-abiding citizen is utterly inert. Utterly inert. Romaine lettuce, coated with toxic bacteria, is not. Either one of them, in the hands of someone who wants to commit mayhem on someone else, is not inert. It's a whole different issue. Not that you, or let's be fair, perhaps the less bright people that Democrats always aim their messaging towards on this issue especially, uh, don't get that. Oh, by the way, almost worse than Aaron Murphy's absolutely two-form uh, tweet was uh, a, a friend of the gun movement, who shall remain nameless, uh, but a friend of mine and the, the gun movement uh, pointed out correctly uh, by the way, he's a DFLer, not even a Republican. Uh, I happen to know this because uh, I know him personally, and he responded to Aaron Murphy saying, "What a silly, alienating, and partisan statement!" Aren't Aren't you gone yet? This is a DFLer, <laughs> and Matt Klein, who is a senator from Senate District Fifty Two, a, a DFLer, and uh, a, a person who is fairly solidly on the anti-gun side, uh, responded saying. Spite directed at a public servant who has retired from the field without emolument yet, but who continues to stand for their driving beliefs is especially small and cruel. Consider. Okay. Senator Klein, I'll, I'll consider. You're an idiot. I'm sorry. Calling a perfectly legitimate response to a stupid statement, stupid, illogical, partisan, alienating... Stupid statement, either, either stupid on its face or aimed at exploiting the stupidity of voters who really don't know the issue and don't care. That's not spite. That's a public service. Oh, by the way, and referring to Aaron Murphy as, and I quote, a public servant who has retired from the field without emolument. Oh, cut me a break, Senator. First of all, let's stop calling legislators, especially DFL legislators, who spend years in the nonprofit machine as they work their way up uh, the ranks to get nominated for and elected in safe DFL districts, who then go on inevitably, inevitably, after they leave office to that same nonprofit sector or to serve as liberal lobbyists for big paychecks for the rest of their working lives and, in many cases, receive public pensions for our trouble. No, they are not public servants. In fact, it'd be fair to say that it is we who will wind up working until we're 70 and 75 years old to pay the taxes that largely and increasingly and on a snowballing level are going to pay for the pensions of public, quote, servants, end quote, so they can retire before they're 60. It is the public. Who could be fairly called the servants of the public class, not the other way around, Matt Klein. Defend idiocy like this at your peril. Rhetorically speaking, Northern Alliance Radio Network taking no prisoners. AM AM 1280, The Patriot. AM
7: 1280,
0: The Patriot. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
2: If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988.
6: This is Michael Medved for TownHall.com. In the midterms, Democrats captured nearly 40 seats previously held by Republicans, but those losses weren't spread evenly across the country. California, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania each flipped four seats to the Dems, and Virginia delivered three. These results reflected the flawed, flailing candidates at the top of the ticket gubernatorial nominees in california and pennsylvania both lost by more than 17 percentage points the u.s senate candidate in virginia lost by 16 and even scandal Tar democrat senator bob menendez crushed his new jersey challenger by 11 such non-competitive statewide races discourage loyal republicans from bothering to vote dooming down-ballot candidates To take back the House in 2020, the GOP needs not only a strong race by the president, but credible, energetic nominees for governor and Senate in every state to give House candidates a shot at success. I'm Michael
0: Medved.
7: Dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says
1: I was her big surprise.
6: My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at one 800 Three six six seven 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 three, or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica dot org. Pro Life Across America is educational, non political, and tax deductible. Please help support our life saving outreach. A baby child is being eighteen days from conception. Pro Across America, the
3: billboard Hey, I'm twelve eighty the Patriot. 651 289 4488, the number to call. My name is Mitch Berg, not Brad Carlson. Brad will be back next Sunday. I'll be back on my normal beat Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. I always enjoy coming out for Sundays because, well, partly because it's fun to meet a whole different crowd of people, work with a whole different crew here at the station on Sundays, partly because the lines are a little shorter at the Outlet Mall on the way home.
1: Just saying,
3: uh, since I'm going to redo the wardrobe. Anyway, point being. Uh, Glad to be here. Brad will be back next week. King Banyan, next Saturday morning, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. One of the things about doing this show for almost a decade and a half now, which blows my mind, uh, is that you see issues go through entire life cycles. I mean, I look back through the pages of my blog and some of the show's records about things we talked about, I don't know, 10, 12, 14 years ago. Some of the issues are evergreen. I mean, we will be fighting for the Second Amendment for a long time in this country. We've been winning for a long time. I think that's lulled a lot of us into complacency. Anyway, we've been talking about that for a long time. Uh, Other issues, we uh, have come and gone. Nobody talks about no child left behind anymore. Uh, It's a shame because it was imposed, the damage was done, and then we moved on to other things. And one of those other things we moved on to in the, the world of education was common core. Uh, This was one of the subjects that had conservatives, even some liberals who paid attention to educational issues and how education works, especially education administered on a broad one-size-fits-all level across a society of 320 million people. This is a subject that had people very exercised for a while and seems to have largely dissipated. It needs to not dissipate. Uh, Joy Pullman, writing at The Federalist uh, earlier this month, uh, said nine years into Common Core, test scores are down. Indoctrination is, however, up. Common Core uh, sucked all of the energy and money and motivation right out of the desperately needed potential reforms to U.S. public schools for a decade. All for nothing. It's been... says Joy Pullman, nine years since the Obama administration lured states into adopting Common Core, sight unseen, with promises it would improve student achievement, like President Obama's other big promises, like if you can keep your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your doctor, you can keep him, uh, et cetera. This one's been proven to be a scam. And that one, by the way, that one annoyed me at the time because I, I make no bones about the fact I grew up in a teacher's family. Two of my grandparents, my father, were all teachers, and excellent ones, by the way. My little sister is a teacher as well, so it's not like I have no sympathy for, familiarity with, or history within the public education system. I do. I grew up in a, in a teacher's union household, and I know the job that good teachers do because everyone in my family was and is one. So those of you liberals who say, oh, conservatives are anti-teachers, shut up. <laughs> no, I'm not. I've been a teacher myself, by the way. I taught one semester at a local university. I loved it, loved to go back, but mm, life goes on. Barack Obama said about, uh, I'm just to finish the thought here, sorry. I have become a, when my kids were of school age, I became a fairly irascible opponent of public education, the way it is practiced in Minnesota, especially in the Twin Cities, but really in a broader level, nationwide, because of experiences my kids had. Now, my kids are out of school, have been for a long time now. And so this is one of those issues where it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. It's not my kids that I'm fighting for anymore. So other battles have come up. But I think centralized public education, especially in its one size fits all federalized form, it's been a disaster, even without Common Core. But Common Core has been a disaster within a disaster, like one of those Russian dolls you keep peeling layers off of, and there's always another layer below it. Well, anyway, Barack Obama on Common Core in July 2009. If you set and enforce rigorous and challenging standards and assessments, if you put outstanding teachers at the front of the classroom, if you turn around failing schools, your state can win a Race to the Top grant that will not only help students uh, out-compete workers from around the world, but help them fulfill their God-given potential. all sounds good, uh, but as uh, Joy Pullman writes, he went on to state his faith that Common Core at that point, still unwritten, would not only make America's entire education system the envy of the world, but we will launch a race to the top that will prepare every child everywhere in America for the challenges of the 21st century. Race to the top is a $4 billion money pot inside the stimulus uh, that helped bribe states into using Common Core. And this is the part that blew my mind at the time, and I remember having this discussion with uh, a significant Salem radio talk show host at the national level who was on record as saying, yeah, common core might be worth trying. I mean, it's good to have standards, right? Uh, my response is why, why do we need national standards for the fairly objective criterion of teaching kids to read, to write, uh, And how do you come up with a nationwide standard for something that our school system doesn't teach at all, which is critical thinking? Uh, I I think that Salem host has come to realize I was right over the years. Maybe we'll talk about it someday here. Anyway, Joy Pullman. So here we are. Nine years later, Common Core has officially rolled out into the U.S. public and even many private schools for at least three to five years now. Are American children increasingly prepared for the challenges of the 21st century? We're actually seeing the opposite. They're increasingly less prepared. And there's mounting evidence that Common Core deserves at least some of the blame. ACT scores released earlier this month show that students' math achievement is at a 20-year low. The latest English ACT scores are down slightly since 07, and students' readiness for college-level English was at its lowest level since ACT creators began measuring that item. And by the way, that doesn't tell you the whole thing, because... College level English today is at a lower level than it was when I and many of you were in high school. SAT scores also dropped post Common Core until it fully implemented a new version tailored for, guess, Common Core. How convenient. After the test was overhauled to match Common Core, average test scores increased by 0.7%, which statistically is almost no difference from pre Common Core results. And the public can't know exactly how the scores were recentered and altered either because they're top secret. The SAT, the company that runs SAT, considers their formula, their secret sauce that goes into the SAT, uh, top secret. It's like the recipe for Coca-Cola at any rate. So basically to make Common Core look successful, they have had to jigger the formula for the test. Joy Pullman, almost a, a year ago, I wrote about the latest round of international tests that published every five years that show U.S. fourth graders declining on reading achievement. 2015 results of the most reliable nationwide tests uh, in the U.S. show that the first ever significant decline of two to three points, about a quarter of a grade level worth in math at both grades four and eight and in grade four reading. The next iteration of the test shows no gains again. Paul Peterson wrote uh, during the Obama administration, no substantial nationwide changes were registered for any of the three racial or ethnic groupings in math or anything else. You got to pass it before you know what's in it, and you got to write it before you can pass it. America's official class was duped, and it's costing your kids. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America.
0: And cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country.
2: Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve.
7: AFreserve.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, Residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612 900 9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net.
0: AM 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298C.